If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello, everyone. This broadcast was originally... Um, what do I say? I, I always forget this part. <laughs> This broadcast was originally available on the self Sewn Wardrobe Group as a live Facebook video. And so if you wish to have the special discount codes and live video question and answer sessions, please go to facebook.com slash groups slash self Sewn Wardrobe. All right. So it is. It's a good, Fred. I'm glad you didn't check your email because I didn't send you one. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Hi, Noah. Hi, Sharice. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Charlotte. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Tracy. Um, Sandy, I ended up talking about you so much this weekend after seeing your Halloween costumes. Um, I do want to share uh, something that Charlotte uh, said in the group today, and I just have to get there real quick on my computer. As many of you know, we have a podcast called Sewing Out Loud, and it's it's a really great, fun time. It's just all about me and mom talking about sewing and uh, me asking mom questions, uh, the two of us feeling free to compliment each other about sewing, and we, we try to alternate between the technical and the uh, more personal side of sewing because they're so very linked for, I think, a lot of us and especially for mom and me. So, Charlotte wrote this morning, I had to share this story with you guys because I know you'll appreciate it. My son, nine, is taking a sewing class at her homeschool co-op this semester. I asked his instructor, a very talented lady, how it was going. She said he was a great student and very detail-oriented. Then she told me that on the first day when they started sewing, he paused and announced to the class, quote, remember, the rule is that you always thread the needle with your presser foot up. End quote. I listen to the podcast while driving, so my kids get all the great information too. It is clearly sinking in. So I thought it was super neat that um, Charlotte's son had picked up on the thread with your presser foot up, you know, uh, tip that is so important. And when I read that, I sort of like, I just got a little emotional. I might be tired. Um, but I was like, man, you know, kids, adults, anybody, whenever we try and learn a new skill, like, it's just really important to have the tools and the advice to make you successful. And so threading with your presser foot up, mom and I know from years and years of experience, is something that gets left out and that and is something that can actually save you from so many problems. So I'm very glad, Charlotte, that you're sharing that information with someone who is sewing because I, I think it's I think it's gonna help. And I've been in sewing classes. I've been in 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 places, several different places, where the teacher is addressing beginners and just says, you know, thread your machine and doesn't even mention the presser foot rule. So I'm so glad that uh, your son's going to have a little leg up there. So thank you so much for sharing, Charlotte. And thank you, everyone, for sharing the Halloween costumes. This group is so fabulous. I just love getting to look at all the beautiful things that everyone is making. Um, Corinne just shared a picture of her granddaughter in a very elaborate, like, 
corseted big hoop skirt dress and she wanted to be Elena from the Vampire Diaries. And like the silhouette is on point and the, the fabric is beautiful. The workmanship looks great. Sandy um, posted a picture of her family in their Pokemon uh, costumes. Marla has a photo, good thing she took a photo too, of her son as Shark Boy and uh, Lava Girl. And because uh, apparently her son lost the costume, so at least we have a picture to remember it by. Uh, so, anyway, I so many great costumes shared. Bethany's uh, Little Red Riding Hood costume was great so I really liked seeing them all and please keep posting them because it's Halloween today and honestly I mean if you made something I don't mind when you post it so I I really enjoyed seeing that um we are today so it's about nine o'clock and uh we are Becca and Sam are going to come in we plan to meet around 10 to finalize the easy tea class and so I'm so excited uh it's I'm, I'm so glad more of you have joined in hello Eric hello Lauren um it's good to see you all this morning uh we all the videos are finished you know for the easy tea class of course but uh the the formatting of the course is just about complete now and the last thing we needed to do was to create some course literature and I've created two documents for that. And then I asked in the group on Saturday whether or not people would like to have those written instructions as audio as well. Um, and, you know, I guess I'm not surprised that people said yes. I'm not surprised that people were like, yes, please, you know, uh, put put the audio out there because um, – you know, I really recommend that you read these in these uh, notes and this sort of like course outline before beginning the class. And uh, of course, when we actually get to sit down and have time to sew, sometimes we don't want to read. We kind of just want to get into it. So the two documents that I have uh, that will be available as PDFs, as printable or downloadable, you know, readable documents will also be available as audio and you'll be able to listen to those from within the class. So it will be a podcast in that it is an audio file, but it will not be available publicly. It will only be available to people who purchased the EZT class. And so uh, you'll, you can access the class on your phone just as easily as on desktop or if you a tablet or however you like to listen to things and uh, you'll be you'll be able to just press a play button I believe so that's one of the last things we need to do is sort of insert those files in there and so we're working on that today hello Kathy hello Sarah hi Jacqueline I don't think I said hello to you earlier but you joined earlier um and then uh so I I have a, I'm part of a couple other groups on Facebook like creative blogging groups and and I'm part of the craft industry alliance uh, that is Abby Glassenberg's alliance for creative small business owners like in the sewing and making world in particular and as we launch this class I've been sort of looking for best practices and advice and and uh, looking at other people's classes that they've launched and uh, we've had a really great response so far but I know that I don't have like a marketing degree or anything like that so to reach the most people we can I'm just sort of working on creating some uh, very nice images and blog posts but you know a lot of stitchers on Instagram and stitchers on uh, you know who have blogs and and things like that you know, their their pictures are very much trying to duplicate the look of a fashion model. So we get like the the pouty look, 
We get the like, oh, I didn't know someone was taking my picture. Look. We, you know, we get a lot of that. And um, I've been a performer all my life in, in an amateur sort of uh, way, you know. I've been in dance classes and acting classes and, uh, you know, musicals and all sorts of things. So I love, you know, dramatization. I love posing. I, I love all of that. But what really gets me excited about the Easy Tea is what I did in it on Saturday. So as many of you know, the closet reevaluation that we did actually inspired me to do a kitchen reevaluation. We are actually like kind of redoing our kitchen right now in the most classic Donahue fashion. Like we took apart a desk and we're turning parts of it upside down and remounting it over a refrigerator and the refrigerator is where the pantry used to be and uh, my dad like was so awesome and got a gas stove installed for me. Anyway, we're redoing the kitchen. And so we went through and threw out a lot of things like nasty old Tupperware that I don't want to be using anymore. We found lots of expired food that we didn't know about. Um, and anyway, I had a lot to, a lot of trash to bring in uh, to throw away on Saturday. And so I loaded up the truck with so much trash from my house. It took me like 20 minutes. I drive into the shop. Hadn't taken the trash out here in a while, and I took me like 20 minutes to get all of the trash from the back of the store out front and then into the truck. I'm like sweating. It's unseasonably warm. Uh, I was feeling like I needed a little pick-me-up, so I had Hamilton playing out of my phone in my back pocket, and I will say that I perfectly executed Angelica's, one of Angelica's raps in Satisfied as I was taking out the trash, just so you know, Sandy, um, and then, and then I drive through the parking lot to the dumpster that we have to take our trash to at the shop, and I am being a very conscientious driver, going very slowly, and following the parking lot, like, you know, the aisles, the directions that you're supposed to be going in. And luckily I'm going slow because this rental truck just starts like sailing through the parking lot, just like completely disregarding all these things and like has to stop short and like all four men in the front seat are like thrown forward and everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, dude, you can't race through a parking lot. And so I didn't, I didn't like make any nasty uh, hand signs at them or anything, but I did do a very, like, big wave at them. And I was sort of like, why Why do people think they can just race through parking lots? Anyway, then I spend another 20 minutes, like, unloading all of this trash at the dumpsters. I'm sweating. Come back in the store, drive the truck back, you know, uh, run back in, and it needs to be vacuumed. And so I vacuumed it. Anyway, I just think that this should be, the point of the story is, this should be the easy tea photo shoot. Am I right? Like, pictures of a person in an easy tee, like, slinging trash out of the back of a truck, breaking down cardboard boxes to go into the recycling, vacuuming, um, bleaching out trash cans. You know, like, I think that, I, what, if, would you guys, would that make you buy a pattern drafting class? Or do I need to appeal to the, uh, the, the fashion sort of side of it? Anyway, give me some feedback on that. I... Would uh, I I'd love to hear it, but I think that that's what that's what the Easy Tea does for me. And I have made I have made uh, 
silk easy tees that I don't want to take the trash out in. But I've also made ones out of the, like the sweatshirt material um, uh, that's on the back of this easy tee that I'm wearing now. And I uh, – anyway <laughs> – <laughs> I think those could be some interesting photo shoot. Jacqueline says, I'm so glad that you are doing the audio for the EZT. I am dyslexic and having everything as audio will be great, will be a great help um, for other people like me. So, uh, yeah, I, I have a dyslexic family member and I have another family member who is not dyslexic, but she always really liked to like hear instead of read. And so I think that it's easy enough for me to turn that into audio, but I also here's here's kind of like the flip side. We have some customers who are very hard of hearing, um, who have some hearing loss, and so uh, some place where I feel like we've fallen down a little bit, and we're working on finding a solution is to actually transcribe some of our audio um, into text for those people. So I want to make our uh, lessons as accessible as possible. Um, so I. Uh, Anyway, I hope to make that. <laughs> Lauren says, I was thinking that too while taking blog photos. Let's take them in the messy kitchen I haven't touched for days because I'm sewing. Absolutely. I mean, I I almost feel like looking at a few different um, blogs, not yours, Lauren. Lauren, Lauren has a great blog. Uh, I'll, I'll post a link to it. I think it looks very real. It looks like, oh my gosh, that person made those clothes and they look great in them. Um, I... Uh, I feel like some of the sewing blogs out there are almost losing me based on their photos. And I love to look at pretty things. Like, I'm not a person who's going to say, oh, I don't care how I look. Um, but I feel like we border on, like, sterile when we take these overexposed photos with, like, the really, you know, narrow depth of field and blah, 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 blah. Um so I, I, I kind of like the more real photos. And I don't have like a, an Instagram account where everything is like on a white background, you know, like a lot of marketing experts, they, they push that. And uh, I don't have that, but we've still gotten a really great response to a lot of our media and to our uh, classes. So anyway, uh, I, I'm excited about that. Oh, and Fred, Fred, I hope you're still watching. I will also answer your email. And... Uh, Fred asked, she said, oh, let's see, let's see if I can, um, if I can pull up her email. I guess fair warning, if you write anything to me or email me that I may read it out loud. <laughs> uh, Mallory, I tend to like bias cut on me and often wind up looking slightly preteen boy shaped and woven sewn on grain without princess seams, ruching, etc. I've sewn a couple skirts on the bias over the years, so I'm capable of bias sewing. In your opinion, should I do my easy tee on grain or on the bias? I typically follow a pattern to the letter the first time I do it. So if you say to stay on grain, that is what I'll do. I mean, rules are meant to be broken. Uh, I, I think easy tee on the bias would be great. I would recommend doing some stay stitching around the neck. But if anybody was, like, to do the easy tee in a way that we don't recommend or that we don't support with a video right now and then be like, it doesn't work. And I would be like, well, you cut it off grain and didn't follow the da-da-da-da-da-da um, rules. Like, it's just, you know, go for it. Um, I feel like the fabric I recommend, that like really lightweight chili, it should give you a little bit of a shape when you are moving around. You should 
you should be able to like kind of see. And I, I get the preteen boy thing. Fred has said in this group several times that she is celery shaped. She's kind of a slender, tall person with, uh, you know, not like the hourglass shape that we sort of idealize for women. Um, and I, neither do I have an hourglass shape, but I'm a little thicker than Fred. My bust measurement is like 40 inches, but I'm only like an A cup. <laughs> so it's not like I have some, you know, bounteous, uh, curvy bust tapering down to a small waist and then back out to beautiful full hips or something like that, which is fine with me. But when I do wear my easy tee, even though I am a little bit more straight up and down, if I just stand straight still in front of uh, the mirror, you know, it can look a little straight up and down. But when I'm moving around, I feel like it can kind of just show the shape of my body enough to where I feel like it's flattering. Um, so Fred, I'd say, you know, maybe try to do your first one on grain because if you want to make any pattern alterations to it, it will be easier to do there. But if you go ahead and do it on the bias, I'm not going to stop you. I like to do all sorts of things like that, but just know what to expect. There's been a lot of people uh, that I've come into contact with lately, uh, who have expressed frustration with patterns. They're like, oh, I don't know if this piece is going to fit in here. And then I'll like go to their pattern and I'm like, well, this says that this fabric's supposed to have 50% stretch. So how much stretch does your fabric have? And they're like, oh, 20%. I was like, well, we can't, uh, we can't expect it to stretch that much then. Like, I mean, that's just how it's going to be. So, you know, uh, I had another person who was trying to use like a, a workout pant pattern to make stretch jeans. And that's not what that pattern's drafted for. So don't be surprised when that doesn't fit. Okay. Um, Lauren says there is a bit of a curve in the easy T side seam more than other T patterns I've seen. Yeah. So, one thing about the easy tee is since it's drafted to your measurements, you might have a way curvier side seam than like you would if you bought, I, I can't, I think maybe Grainline Studio has like a woven tee pattern out there with like set in sleeves. And she, I you know, it goes in, but it doesn't go in too severely because she's trying to like, you know, go to uh, sample measurement sizes and doesn't want to like cut anybody out, you know, but like if you're big on top and small on bottom, like that's what your easy to pattern is going to look like. And you won't find a commercial pattern that looks like that. You know, you won't find a commercial. I mean, you might find a commercial pattern that's like real small on top and then goes way out if you have much larger hip measurement than your bust measurement. But, um, you, uh, like I said, I mean, I, I'd be, so happy to see somebody break the rules. Lauren had emailed and said, uh, hey, I don't have any Shalee around, but I, um, uh, you know, want to do some knits. And she's like, Is, you know, I might jump ahead. I'm like, Sh go ahead. You know, it might not be quite right, uh, you know, but or or I might have some tips that you don't have yet or, or whatever, but I love changing things up. I just think it's important not to like then blame a pattern maker. I'm not worried about anybody blaming me, but these other patterns, these people are like, why don't these workout pants stitch up right in denim? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> all right. So I am going to get off uh, of here. Oh, wait. Mm. 
Cherie says, I love a longer tee. I always cut my shirts a few inches longer than the pattern to cover my belly and bum. Raising my hands a lot as a teacher, or I raise my hands a lot as a teacher and don't want any skin showing to kids. So, hey, guess what measurement you take in the easy tee class? You take a shoulder to hem measurement, so you can make that t-shirt go down to the floor if you want. You There, it's to you. I'm so excited for you all to see it. And a lot of people commenting have already bought the class, so I know you're going to see it. I'm really excited. I'm, I am I cannot wait for you all to see the class. So I'm, I'm going to get off of here because I think that maybe Sam's like waiting out in the parking lot or something like that. And I, I can't wait to um, finish up this class, get everything formatted. If there are any slight changes that need to be made to like class formatting or something, uh, I'll let you all know. And we do have a little preview of the class in the form of a video, a YouTube video that is like how to use SoHere.com online classes. And so I will post a link to that in the group and it shows you where you're going to go to see your class once it is made available. So anyway, uh, thank you all so much for watching. It's a pleasure to have you all in my life. This is, I mean, Facebook groups, I never would have thought that I would be having such a great time talking and hearing from you all and seeing what you've made. Truly, um, it's it's a pleasure to uh, to have you and to be able to interact with you, no matter how far away you are. Uh, so happy sewing, and I will see you all soon. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms, and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes.